Hey guys, it's Wednesday, February 26th. This week on the podcast, I have Ivan Lin, CEO of Folkspaper. Ivan and I have a lovely discussion on how Folkspaper is helping creators better utilize and protect their creative work. He also has quite a background in music and is the musical director for Assassin's Creed Symphony um, and has quite a background in that arena as well. So he's a very interesting guy and Honestly, we have fantastic conversation. I think you guys will take a lot out of it. Anyways, if you like this episode, go down into the description below and click on the link to make a contribution if you'd like to help keep those damn ads away just a little bit longer. And as always, be sure to subscribe if you have not already and share this episode with somebody that you think would like to learn more about blockchain or Folkspaper or Assassin's Creed because Assassin's Creed's awesome. Enjoy. This is the Block Hash Podcast. All right, Ivan, how you doing? Good. How are you? Very good. Very good. Um, so again, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. And before we jump in and start talking about all this stuff, um, can you tell me a little bit about your backgrounds and what you do so that the audience can be uh, familiar with who you are and what you do. Cool. So uh, my name is Ivan Lin. I'm the uh, founder of uh, Folkspaper, a uh, social media open journalism uh, mobile platform uh, for users to uh, share um, interesting stories and what's what's been happening around them to the uh, to the community. And uh, uh, in addition to that, I'm also the music director of uh, Assassin's Creed, a concert tour. So uh, I'm kind of doing both. Uh, technology and uh, music entertainment uh, uh, at the same time. Oh, that's cool. Do you have a music background? Yes, actually, uh, I I started um, piano uh, as my career, actually, um, years ago. And uh, I was a, a classically trained um, pianist. Um, when I was uh, 12, I started to play the, the piano, then I moved to Germany for some school and eventually uh, landed in uh, the, the U.S. And at the time, I focused on uh, a lot of classical music repertoire and eventually, and coincidentally, I started to do a lot of uh, video gaming um, mm-hmm. music production and recording. And if you, if you or your audience... Uh, uh, plays video games like Final Fantasy 15 they might have or you might have a, no. uh, oh yeah my piano performance uh, throughout the game oh yeah my, my audience is definitely very techy and there's a lot of crossovers between uh, tech and blockchain and, and gaming as well so um, cool. I think they might find that interesting you, you mentioned Assassin's Creed the symphony did you guys like orchestrate that or is that separate from uh, the actual game or what is that so, so that's not a new game for Assassin's Creed. It's a, a gala concert celebrating the uh, 12 years of uh, uh, the game Assassin's Creed and for the uh, franchise, for the fans, for uh, gamers to uh, celebrate um, this brand, uh, Assassin's Creed. So it's actually a concert program that features music all the way from Assassin's Creed number one all the way to uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey two years ago. That's super cool. I, I love Assassin's Creed. Are you guys working like in association with them or are you guys completely separate? 
No, it's uh, it's actually a Ubisoft project um, and uh, produced by uh, MGP Life, which is a New York-based uh, production. And uh, uh, interestingly, because two years ago when I started to tour with um, Kingdom Hearts, which is another video game, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and eventually became a, a concert tour, a worldwide a concert tour, uh, I was... Um, browsing stuff and to check out stuff uh, at E3 in uh, Los Angeles two years ago. And that's where I ran into the producer of um, Assassin's Creed Symphony. And uh, at the time, I didn't know that they were planning on doing a new concert tour. So um, when I got asked if I write any music and if I wanted to uh, uh, get on board on this music production team, I said, yeah, well, that's cool. Why, why don't we do uh, do this together? Let's uh, create some uh, music that um, the fans and the franchise would uh, very much uh, love. So that's the how the story uh, started. And uh, with around four months of uh, music reproduction, because um, the original soundtrack has been there for a while, but it wasn't designed for a live concert production. So we sort of reproduced um, everything and mm-hmm. uh, started the tour last year in uh, Paris um, around the summer, uh, spring, summer time. That's awesome. Are you guys still on tour? Yes. Uh, the next one will be uh, in Toronto. A few weeks away from uh, from today. Okay, up in uh, Canada. This. Yes, exactly. What cities have you hit? Uh, so Toronto and a few cities in the UK and I believe uh, Barcelona, a few other cities in uh, Europe, and there will be more concerts uh, planned for North America and Asia. Uh, so it, it's an on- ongoing uh, concert tour. Okay, yeah, that, that's awesome. Like I didn't know you guys actually did that. That was really cool. Have you guys like done anything for any other games other than Assassin's Creed? So I personally recorded uh, original soundtrack for Final Fantasy fifteen, and also uh, Final Fantasy thirteen number three, and some of Kingdom Hearts. And I toured with uh, Legend of Zelda, uh, concert tour by Nintendo a few years ago. So uh, pretty much I was involved in uh, uh, Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts, Legend of Zelda, uh, and Assassin's creed and uh uh if you're a video game fan actually you might have seen me uh conducting the uh in the uh, press conference of ubisoft um last year in in los angeles before uh e3 started i'm gonna have to come out to one of those because i didn't know you guys actually were doing that have you done one in los angeles is that what you said uh yes that was around last november at uh, uh hollywood's dolby theater um, and also we've done that in San Francisco as well. And last year, uh, 2019, it was, uh, two cities in the U S and several cities in, uh, uh, Canada. Any plans for Vegas? That's where I live mostly. Oh, okay. So you're based out in Vegas. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd love to, I personally love to, uh, actually last year where two years ago, I was in, uh, Vegas with Kingdom Hearts. And I believe we performed in the joint at the, uh, Hard Rock, uh, is that the resort at the hotel? That was a venue called uh, The Joint, and that's where mm-hmm. uh, I performed uh, as a solo pianist for Kingdom Hearts uh, concert tour. I believe that was two years ago. Yeah, come out to Vegas. I know there's a whole bunch of gamer stuff going on in Vegas now. People just migrating there like crazy. But yeah, I, I you know. Got- 
I know we went there uh, for Legend of Zelda concert tour at the uh, Venetian Theater a few years ago, and I believe uh, it's a great place uh, for uh, concert and a lot of entertainment. And personally, love uh, Vegas. I, I wanted to go back uh, as soon as I as soon as it can be. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a great city. I love Vegas. It's it's a great place to live. Surprisingly, most people don't know that. Wow, that's nice to know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone thinks that it revolves around the strip and everything, but everyone kind of lives off of the strip and then feeds off the tourism. So there's like so much to do outside of just like all the all the flashing lights and the casinos and whatnot. But no, it's a fantastic city and it's growing rapidly. Well, definitely need to spend more di- uh, more days in uh, Vegas, not just uh, three or four days. It's too short. Yeah, you, you got to go longer than that, like a week or two, like experience like everything that Vegas has to offer, like outside the Strip. Yeah, like uh, Death Valley and all other uh, places um, outside. Um, did you do you call the downtown Vegas where uh, the, the the Strip, but the uh, the where the crowd is? I wanted to explore more. Uh, for, for sure, and because we're we're talking uh, from from Boston, and actually there is another a casino, uh, Encore, uh, the new casino in uh, uh, Massachusetts, and uh, yeah, that, that, that that's uh, what what is happening at this moment. It's coming to Boston as well. Yeah, that's awesome. I didn't know they had one up in Boston. Yes, it's uh, the very first uh, casino here in Boston. And uh, it's just as fancy as, you know, the, uh, the Wings uh, Resort. Yeah. No, love the Wind Resort. Yeah, let's talk about Folks Paper a little bit um, and go ahead and pivot. So I, I looked it up a little bit. I'm a little bit familiar, but tell me a little bit more about what you guys are doing with that. So, you know, a Folks Paper actually started uh, as an idea of gathering musicians around and talking about um nothing important, but just like casual chat. And it was originally limited to a classical uh, music um, field because that's where um, I'm from. And uh, because I believe that music is an important language in the world that uh, gets uh, delivered to uh, concert goers or music lovers and uh, literally everyone. So I started to think, um, if music can be a great language, then why don't why don't we do something else that has uh, uh, something to do with a technology that could uh, impact mm-hmm. the community and that could do good things? So the very original idea about Folks Paper, which is a forum for uh, classical musicians uh, to chat and exchange information, uh, the idea was uh, there. But uh, uh, as the as this idea developed, I started to realize that if I wanted to do something that's uh, uh, greater, then I probably shouldn't focus on classical music um, solely. So it's got extended to maybe we can include uh, pop music or other things. And very soon we realized that a billboard has been doing that. So why don't we do something else that's outside music as well? So uh, it became what it is for folks paper right now it's literally for everyone for uh for users out there for uh people who are interested in reading things around them and news uh memes um funny things interesting fact fun facts and uh, latest news so it it becomes sort of like a, a little bit of everything for for uh for folks paper where um our users there will be able to curate uh 
the uh, content they want to see because it's a uh, decentralized place where we don't quite uh, control the content of and of course there's a basic line there and as soon as the content is uh, legit and decent um, our users will be able to uh, to vote and QA the content that uh, goes to uh, headline so it's pretty much a platform a uh, a mobile app a uh, news source and forum for 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 everyone so what's like the mission uh for folks paper are you guys trying to protect writers and creators um or like how are you integrating blockchain necessarily um with music so we believe that uh voices from people um get to uh, get to be heard by wider uh, community and an audience. That's why we thought mm-hmm. uh, it's a good idea to to do a product like Folks Paper, first of all. And second of all, we, we, we think that it's important to uh, reward and compensate a content contributor, uh, from content contributors when, when they uh, generate something that's interesting and valuable to the uh, community. So uh, what makes a difference, uh, I mean, what makes Folks Paper different is that there's a, a tipping rewarding feature and it's it's literally uh, uh operated by all of our users on the uh, platform where where interesting valuable content will be uh, tipped that's first and second is that uh, content published on folks paper will be uh, protected through the uh, uh ethereum with the uh, the technology of data anchoring so that uh, when there is a uh when there is a content that needs to be proof that that the uh, author was the original, then there will be a hard proof. Because you know, I, I'm I'm from a music uh, background, and mm-hmm. I do write music, and you know, s- such bad things, unfortunate things happen that when you write something new or when you create something new, uh, you couldn't guarantee that if someone would uh, sort of take uh, your original content and make that original content become. Uh, their their content or their artwork, and when when that happens, um, right now if you don't go through copyright agency or if you don't register your work, it's gonna be a lot uh, complicated when you wanted to prove that hey actually I'm the uh, original content creator. And fortunately, blockchain technology is providing us with that uh, easy to use and easy to access uh, feature where. Um, if your original work can be a piece of music, can be a piece of news on folks' paper, when those are uh, bundled with um, blockchain and to be specific Ethereum, uh, and with the data anchoring, you will be receiving a signature and uh, a digital footprint, literally, where it can be serving uh, as a piece of hard proof that actually you at this time create this content and you claim to be the content uh, original content creator, so it, it becomes a protection where uh, when you uh, when when you need it, it's there for for you. Yeah, there's you know there's always been this like issue um, of provenance, especially like in art and in music and whatnot, with trying to figure out. Who was the original creator? When was it created? Where did it originate from? Um, and you know, there's with the internet nowadays, you can make copy after copy after coffee, copy, copy yeah. and rendition and remix and whatnot. 
And, you know, some of that gets lost and some of the, the original creators, they, they lose their ability to maintain uh, control over whatever it is they put out or the value in that. Um, and I've noticed like specifically in the blockchain space, that's been a huge focal point too. Exactly. And also, if you want to do this way without blockchain, of course, it's possible, but you would need to spend a lot of money and spend a lot of time uh, to do all the uh, necessary process. You need, you need a lot of money to talk to uh, your attorney in order to uh, to make some proof and you need to spend some time to uh, coordinate with a copyright agency to register your work. So a lot of uh, a lot of things could be quite complicated and time consuming when it comes to uh protecting a very single but valuable piece of uh, original work. And that's something that I see in blockchain that is uh, not only just protection, but uh, it will be uh, transparent for you to, um, when, when you connect with people, when you uh, negotiate with your clients, things could be a lot easier and you don't need to spend a lot of money. And I, I, I do see that there, there, there are problems where we need to come in and solve and of course uh, reduce the budget for clients, for our users and uh, to save more time. That's that's some of the solutions that we can uh, provide through the technology of blockchain. And th that's what uh, we as a team see uh, blockchain and what is going to be integrated into a uh, folks favorite as well. So we believe it's another way and uh, a innovative solution to to help that community improve. So what's the process like for like a creator? So if I uh, was a musician and I wrote a song, how does folks paper help me utilize your platform for my for my work or my creation? So so that's a good question. Because folks paper is a sort of like a, a stage for you to present your work publicly. But mm -hmm. uh, what it is going to be quite different from other platforms is that there is a project management tool um, at the backstage of uh, folks paper, and we called it a nine to five plus. It's a project management tool for you when you need to upload uh, or when you need to uh, uh, protect um, your original work. So it's simply linking a cloud storage drive can be Dropbox, can be a, uh, Microsoft can be Google Drive. Um, when you when you connect your account or your project to Nine to Five Plus, which is our project management tool, that uh, it will be able to generate and anchor the files that you wanted to protect. And the interface and uh, user experience is going to be a lot easier because. When it comes to blockchain, even though it's been a few years and people started to get to know what blockchain is, but it's still quite mysterious for for uh, people out there to to get understand how we could use and what how we could protect. So it's 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 basically link your project or your files onto nine to five plus, and uh, choose if you want to protect that particular file. And when the file, the music file or video file or, or piece of news, when those are uh, selected, then it's going to be assigned with a digital signature where uh, it's going to be anchored and you will be able to, anyone on this, in this world will be able to uh, see this transaction that it's been, it, it's been done uh, at this particular time. So it will be time stamped right there. 
for you to see, okay, so at this time, I actually uh, will be able to claim myself as a uh, original content creator that uh, at this time I uploaded and I protect this file here. Okay, so you guys are using the Ethereum blockchain, right? Exactly. Okay, so you're time stamping it on the Ethereum blockchain to prove uh, sort of provenance uh, for the artist. Exactly. Are you utilizing like any of the other features that Ethereum offers, like um, like tokens or NFTs or anything like that? Uh, not yet. We so we we started to use data anchoring first with uh, Ethereum, but I, I know that there, there are so many features to be uh, applied and DApp mm-hmm. developed. But uh, right now we particularly focus on um, protecting content for original content creator for the moment there's a lot of possible integrations too are you guys able to or are you working on letting an artist use your platform to uh, how do i explain it to share like their their work or their creation and then providing any other integrations to any other platforms where they could put out their content um like spotify for example or uh soundcloud Exactly. So this has been uh, developed for for the moment as we we, we talk because uh, Folks Paper, uh, don't forget about that. It's a startup company, and there's a lot uh, to get done uh, for this moment. And mm-hmm. uh, Folks Paper uh, was finally launched as a mobile app uh, last uh, December in 2019. And uh, right now we focus on uh, the uh, development on Ninety Five Plus, which is a project management project management tool uh, connected to a uh, folks paper. So given that the team is, the size of the team is still quite uh, small, we try to prioritize everything, whatever is in the most important and to do that. And right now it's uh, 9 to 5 uh, plus, but the most important thing is that even your files are protected. You want, you, you want it to use a way or use a feature to license out or to authorize your original content for your clients uh, to use. And that's exactly our next step to uh, get this ready and get this feature ready for our users to, uh, to, uh, to operate because we understand that uh, you protect your files, which is fine and which is important, but it can be also better to offer the way when you need to license your original work, for instance, you've got a painting that you wanted to license or authorize to, let's say, Pixar, uh, it would be a great idea to uh, also bundle this file and this process uh, with, uh, w- with the flow so that when it's licensing out to those companies, uh, it will be the way for you to trace if it's being properly used or actually uh, other parties are uh, involving in and trying to take your um, work away without the permission. So those are the steps that we're uh, developing. When did you guys start the company? So the company was uh, there since 2017. And at first we focused on web only, which uh, turned out to be not a smartest idea. So we started to develop <laughs> our uh, mobile app. And uh, as soon as the mobile app launched, when the uh, app uh, user numbers last December was around 300, and when it got to January, it became around 6,000, and right now it's almost 15,000 uh, active users on on there. So we saw uh, 
the power of a mobile app. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was the right decision that we started to work on mobile app as as uh, well. So right now, as we speak, um, we actually deal with um, overwhelming uh, user signups and uh, uh, registrations every single day because um, a lot of posts are made every day and uh, a lot of new users uh, come and a lot of questions asked. So, um, yeah, it's a lot to do, I have to say. Oh, yeah, probably a lot. Speaking of the app, how, how does the app work exactly? Like, do you, so you download the app and then, like, is uh, it for consuming or is it for uh, creating content? So the, the app is uh, totally free. You download the app, you sign up as a user, and you start using it. You start browsing uh, content or posts published by uh, uh, users. And uh, if you want to tip your fellow users or fellow writers, then uh, that's where you could uh, purchase our in-app currency, which we call this bone, like a, a dog bone. Mm-hmm. So that when you purchase a bone, you'll be able to tip to other uh, fellow users and uh, at the end those users those writers will be able to uh, cash out from our in-app uh, currency uh, in, a, in a cryptocurrency so both ways it can be either fiat money and it can also be a cryptocurrency oh okay got it actually did you so did you have prior interest in blockchain or did you just kind of learn about it on the fly uh at first we didn't apply any blockchain technology because uh we, did, we, we, we didn't think of that um, at first when uh, the company was launched around 2017. And uh, our CTO, um, who uh, recently quit uh, Twitter uh, and joined uh, Folks Paper, brought up this idea that uh, it's actually a quite, a quite quite good timing that we can do something with, with uh, uh, blockchain. And this is something that's been developing over uh, the years, despite um, a lot of uh, both positive, uh, positive and, and negative uh, stories about um, cryptocurrencies. But when it comes to the technology blockchain purely, then it's something that we could build to improve uh, what it is right right now for for the product. And, and basically, we we want to make this uh, as simple as it can be because if we put out a platform like folks paper, then, I mean, Twitter is doing that. Uh, Facebook is doing that. And it, it doesn't make any sense for a startup company to do something um, similar to those uh, gigantic companies and do the same thing because um, there's no way that uh, you could, uh, um, in a way, introduce a product that could be as successful as Facebook. So we, are just, we wanted to do something different. And we know that there are, are uh, gaps for content creation and uh, rewarding users and content protection because those are the things that when you tweet on Twitter or when you make posts on Facebook, the it's it's not it's not there. And when you started to uh, value the content on your platform, for instance, folks paper, the quality of the content can also be improved uh, from time. To time and of course we need some more time to approve that uh, we are doing the right thing but we are right in the middle of the uh, uh, the process and we are confident and positive that um, we can uh, do something good uh, from from uh, folks paper yeah I'm sure you guys will do a lot of good with that because I know that it's a huge issue and a lot of people 
kind of need that as a resource. Is there like a, like a social aspect to it that's similar to like social media where you can interact between musicians on the platform? Mm, so right now it's uh, so, so first of all, it's not limited to musicians only. It can be uh, everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, second of all, um, r- right now things like conversations or transactions, everything is uh, being processed on folks' paper is uh, public. Um, and we are yet to observe it's, if it's a, a great idea to sort of um, do more social related like um, uh, direct messaging or uh, even some kind of dating stuff. <laughs> we, we thought about that mm-hmm. before, but uh, Tinder is doing a great job, so we're not going to uh, cross the line <laughs> uh, for, for that. So um, uh, we, we don't know yet. Because right now, what what we wanted to make sure is that voices get to be heard and users get to be rewarded and compensated, and content gets to be uh, uh, protected. Uh, protected. So I guess one step at a time, and uh, you know, as a startup company, things change every day, and uh, improvements mm. made every day. So. Uh, uh, when the timing is right, we're going to get there for sure. Yeah, it seems like it'd be really cool to to have it work so that for every user, but also for um, those that are creating content or musicians or artists and um, whatever their field is, being able to collaborate with each other and then create something and then also have um, that time stamped on the blockchain as well. I feel like you could almost build like a whole social experience for that too like around blockchain what you guys are doing exactly that's we uh, that's what we hope to do and we understand how teamwork is important for uh different projects for us as well for our clients and even for our users as well there's always like a community-based or a team uh projects uh uh going on and speaking when it comes to project management tool of course of course we 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 can talk about trello we talk about uh slack monday.com and all other things and uh uh i I think it's what what is fascinating about um technology and our daily life um and what we can do in order to uh improve um what's been lacking and I always believe that because of my background, I, because I don't, I don't, I don't do programming, and I don't, I don't write any code. And actually, that was the reason why our CDO said uh, it was exactly the good idea that he wanted to work uh, in this team. Because um, sometimes I, I don't know what's going on, but it, it, it feels like uh, engineers can be fighting each other. <laughs> uh, sometimes when it's always about coding and programming, and they wanted to talk about something that's. Uh, like more of artistic. So uh, um, I believe that uh, technology is good because it helps uh, the community, help, it helps people with uh, getting a better life and on, on everything that's, uh, um, every, every single one of us is exper- experiencing. So that's why um, we wanted to do and build a community that's um, stronger and more transparent. And even though it sounds like a, a little too good, but I believe when um, blockchain is introduced uh, to the world, it has some meaning uh, out there ahead of us for us to uh, um, 
achieve because we we don't want to build a product that looks cool and fancy, but it doesn't actually improve、um, our community. And that's why there 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 are things to be fixed and to be improved in、uh, journalism and in uh, uh, content uh, content uh, creating and、uh, distributing. So those are. Um, some of the matters that we hope to uh, uh, improve. Yeah, there's a lot of projects in the blockchain industry that are、uh, very flashy and very fancy looking, but they don't function very well. So it's it's definitely important to have something that you know works、um, and that you have a strong community behind too. So you know, taking it slow and growing it over time is probably the right move, especially when you're dabbling with blockchain and trying out something that's. Really, truly innovative in a lot of ways. Exactly, and that's why the product's called a、uh, folks paper because it belongs to、uh, every every single one of us.、Uh, so, so we believe that when there's a community supporting、um, us, and、uh, before the blockchain or even cryptocurrency、uh, gets another level and gets to uh, uh, be a scenario where.、Uh, Everyone is using it. Before that, that's where the development appeared comes in because、uh, when when people get get to use、uh, Bitcoin to buy Starbucks coffee, that means as a startup we are too late to、uh, do such things. And because probably because I was from a classical music background and、uh, I've been、uh, performing and、uh, making music from. Those works、uh, written three hundred years before, two hundred years before, and I want to do something that's new instead of、uh, only classic and、uh, old. Yeah, and there's a lot of cool ideas when you can take something that's classic and old and combine it with new technology and new things that are being developed and innovated. Exactly, and that's also why we were doing a video gaming、uh, music because it's such a a exciting huge.、Uh, Market out there? Can you believe that a、uh, video gaming market right now is、uh, larger than the film industry? It's、uh, it's unbelievable. It's massive. Yeah, yeah. I think the the League of Legends League League of Legends Championship or whatever it's called is bigger. Has more numbers and is bigger than the Super Bowl, which I saw like a year or two ago, which is shocking.、Uh, just how big the the gaming space is getting and how popular it is, and it's even beyond my generation. I'm a lot. And I'm pretty young, <laughs> so, and I don't really game that much. But it's still funny to see that. It's like you think like the Super Bowl would be one of the biggest, most televised things in the world, and then over here you have some game that's happening online that apparently has more views and is a bigger hit than than the Super Bowl or other major events,、uh, sporting events in the world. And esports is just ridiculous in particular. Exactly, and、uh, those things have one thing in common. That is, they listen to their clients, they listen to their customers, users, because、uh, they wanted to、uh, get them satisfied. And it's quite important, well, getting them satisfied and also improve the、uh, product itself. And、um, I, I guess that's also a lot of companies、uh, sort of、um, not、uh, taking much attention to because.、Um, mm-hmm. Wanted to build something that would please、uh, themselves instead of、uh, users. And actually, I have I had some intensive、uh, conversations with、uh, Ubisoft people、um, recently, and、uh, we, 
they are actually doing uh, the, the, the same thing. They, they, they want to uh, they want to make their customer happy and in the meantime trying to build a better uh, environment for, for video gaming. So uh, when, when you see those successful companies out there doing great things, they do have things uh, in, in, in common. And as, as a startup company, those are great examples that we, we could uh, uh, learn. And what makes us a little different is that our team um, has a little bit of uh, artistic background from music, from entertainment, and it sort of serves as a uh, great um, um, sparkling um, materials in the team to, uh, to uh, move forward. I, I mean, as a musician um, yourself, what are your thoughts on this blockchain industry that's developing? I know that you've We've talked about it a little bit, but um, from your perspective, since that's something that you do, uh, how do you th- do you see blockchain really having that kind of an impact on uh, musicians and artists that are putting out their lyrical work or uh, per- or whatever they end up performing? Uh, do you do you see that like really growing to become something that is in a way revolutionary? for artists, uh, for musicians and whatnot, or do you think this is like the first step in this technology or like, what's your perspective? I'm just kind of curious. Uh, so, so we're definitely in the uh, early stage for, for that. I mean, when it comes to blockchain and, and music, um, and, uh, if we want to connect blockchain and music together, uh, I, the first thing that, that would come to my mind, it would be definitely still the content protection uh creativity you you wanted to uh you wanted to protect the the the, the song that you wrote or you wanted to uh, protect uh l- lyrics that um um you, you write those are the things that would pop up to my mind uh first so maybe you ask me the same question uh, two years from now maybe i will be able to give you different answers mm-hmm. but uh, what i believe is that uh this is still quite green and and uh new and and also when you look back to the music industry, uh, I mean, who would carry compact discs nowadays? Right? It was <laughs> nobody ten or fifteen years ago, and uh, uh, compact disc was introduced to uh, to to us only like twenty to thirty years ago by uh, Sony and Philips, and. Uh, because I, I read the uh, uh, biography and books about uh, the late Sony chairman, uh, Norio Oka, who mm-hmm. actually uh, uh, approved that the uh, length of a CD should be 74 minutes because uh, if it's a Beethoven's uh, Ninth Symphony, uh, under 74 minutes, where at the time Philips would want to do 60 minutes because they wanted the compact disc to be put in the pocket and those stories sound like quite old but it, it, it wasn't actually 100 years ago it was only a, a two or three decades uh, ago and now we're talking about uh, streaming services iTunes Spotify and no one goes to CD store and I would be very amazed if uh, there's like CD store uh, in town huh. uh, so those things has been have been a change rapidly and uh, the thing is that when streaming service in, was introduced to, uh, to us, um, copyright and um, piracy and all those uh, facts or issues uh, have been changed 
um, as well. And we oftentimes heard that uh, songwriters or uh, uh, musicians uh, don't get or uh, don't get paid or don't they they don't get uh, what they deserve to receive. And those kind of matters have been out there um, in a while. And uh, I personally also would hope that blockchain technology could, in a way, uh, solve uh, those problems um, to, to, to a certain degree. But we, we don't know if it's going to be like that because it's pretty green. And mm-hmm. uh, it's the same story. It requires a huge uh, amount and a, l- a large community to, to support uh, uh, what we are doing is right. So um, we, we hope that this will be something that can uh, solve um, existing issues and risks. But uh, uh, before that, it's uh, we are actually in right right at this time. Um, we are in the history. We, we, we are making the history, and we are we are witnessing uh, what's going to be uh, better for for us. And it depends on a lot of uh, work and effort. Um, uh, from those companies or like a startup group like like us because we, we got to work hard to prove that we can improve. Yeah, there's I mean, there's a lot of work, effort, development that has to go into blockchain if we want to accelerate it. But I mean, it's definitely off to quite a quite a start for sure. And um, it's it's exciting to see where it goes and how it kind of shapes different industries. I and mean, even outside of music, it, it seems to reach just about every other industry out there there's just so much you can do with it it's very um pliable in that way um in terms of folks paper though what's your roadmap look like for for 2020 and beyond what do you guys have planned for it um so for for folks paper i i get to be uh asked this question a lot because um um usually we would uh we we, we would get asked like so do you focus uh, as a publisher or as a uh decentralized journalism platform do you focus on quality or do you focus on quantity and uh this is a debate that uh, we could go on for forever but uh my belief is that um quality and quantity are both important but when it comes to which comes first uh i would definitely say quantity for a startup uh company because um you you've got to have some kind of quantity in order to control your quality because if you want if you're quality driven and there's no mm-hmm. folks paper if there's if there's like uh, no posts uh, published on folks paper then you could never talk about uh, quality. So we are right at the stage where uh, user growth is uh, increasing rapidly and overwhelmingly. And uh, um, we don't want to interfere too much about the content. And we will be serving a sort of like a passive uh, curator, meaning when there's like, oh, for instance, pornography being uploaded onto folks, but we definitely will need to remove that. But uh, uh, it's a platform simply for for everyone and you get to decide what you want to see and uh there's no uh at least for now there's no political side to stand on because uh, we don't get to decide it's uh for everyone mm-hmm. uh and i also figure that it's something those major media companies uh i'm not sure could absolutely uh do with uh, the technology blockchain because uh unfortunately um 
regular or usual major media companies um, content is curate, curated by uh, editors and it's not by all their users. So uh, there's always a site um, to choose and to stand for. But folks paper, we wanted to present something that's uh, different. You, you get to see what you want to see and uh, it's decided uh, by you. So when we see uh, how this is going to grow, of course, user growth is be a huge. Um, it's going to be play playing a huge part uh, uh, for the company right now and improving the quality and uh, uh, make it simple to uh, to make our user happy and to make uh, if they wanted to uh, uh, be rewarded and if they wanted to earn some extra bucks by writing valuable things. Uh, uh, on folks' paper, they earn what they deserve, and their content is uh, being protected. And there is a platform and stage for them to uh, deliver their voices to the community uh, in a transparent environment. So that that's something that we're gonna do in short term. But in the long term, it's hard to to predict and to say because things are changing mm -hmm. so fast. But uh, we want to do something different from. Um, um, those media companies that you're aware of wanted to do something better and different. It sounds like you guys got a really good idea to run with right now. And, you know, I just let it shape out the way it is. Cause I mean, with this industry, it's, it's constantly changing every single day and there's always something new and there's another use case for it. Um, and you know, the, the community at large around, uh, blockchain or FinTech or defy or however you want to classify it is, growing every single day as well as along with the average user base. So, I mean, I just kind of let it shape out and see what it really becomes and try a bunch of new things because it really sounds like what you're doing can have a lot of, can do a lot of good and have a lot of good implications, especially in for artists and music industry and, and for those that are creators. Um, but I mean, I think, I feel like you guys are off to a good start. It sounds like you guys are doing a lot of cool stuff. Well, thank you, and uh, uh, there will be a lot to do, but, uh, you know, startup life. That's yeah, that's startup life. Before we, uh, before we wrap up and everything, um, I'll kind of open it up here at the end. Is there anything that you want the audience to be aware of, whether it be folks paper or uh, what you're doing personally or with Assassin's Creed Symphony or whatever it may be or, any, or something else that you're working on? Uh, what, what in particular do you want the audience to be aware about? Do you have any important dates or uh, things on your roadmap? I'll kind of open it up to you. Well, uh, download Folks Paper app on uh, both iOS and Android. Uh, and uh, let us know if there's any uh, improvement that we can make because uh, the team is right now is quite small. And as we expand, uh, we look forward to uh, improving our product. So uh, download the app and uh, let us know uh, if there's anything. Uh, and also folkspaper.com, that's the web version. Feel free to visit and um, share any uh, feedback. And as for my uh, music site, uh, stay tuned on uh, Assassin's Creed Concert <laughs> 4 and maybe also Assassin's Creed New Game, which is coming uh, soon. I know that people have been waiting uh, for this uh, for quite a quite a while. And uh, a new maybe, one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And maybe uh, see you guys in the next, uh, I don't know, Final Fantasy soundtrack or anything. <laughs> things like that. <laughs> Is there a title for the new one yet or no? 
Um, cannot be revealing right now. <laughs> okay. We hope to, but uh, it's coming soon. Cool. Keep an eye out for it. Um, for Folks Paper, do you guys have a social media plat- platform like Twitter or Instagram or? So we do have Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and those are quite new. So mm-hmm. uh, feel free to check out and leave us a message or uh, feedback, comments on on those uh, uh, social media platforms because Folks Paper uh, is on there as well. So uh, you will see a lot of uh, progress, improvement also being made uh, over there. Sweet. Ivan, thanks for coming on and taking the time to share and everything. Really appreciate it. Um, great conversation and uh, hope to talk to you again soon. Sure. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Anytime. Anytime. All right. Talk to you soon. Thank you.